0: in Srimad Bhagavatam Ted Canto, chapter 86 Arjuna kidnaps Subhadra we're up to text 49 this is the final uh, text verse of the uh, who's speaking it is uh, it is Shruti uh, um, because after the um, Krishna is traveling to Matila. He's in Matila now, along with a whole chariot full of sages. And in Matila uh, Krishna's the Lord of Matila. have a brother named Matila Lisa. <laughs> the Lord of Matilla. So anyway, in the city of Matila, there's two devotees prominent dhoti, the king, Mahalashvam. And Krishna with an Raj visits him. And at the same time, a brahmana and Shrutadev with an raj visits him simultaneously. He doesn't have to do things in sequence. And so now he's been uh, uh, visiting with uh, uh, with Shrutadev, and we've been hearing Shrutadev's prayers. So this is the conclusion of his uh, prayers. Here this text number... 49. And then after that, Shukadeva Goswami speaks back to the main narrative there, and then uh, Krishna speaks. So here's Shukadeva. So say after me Saha, Tvam, Shadi, Sva, Vrityam, Naha, Kim, Deva. Karavama Tahe Etat Antaha Vinnam Tlesaha Yat Bhavan Akshi Gocharaha swatam Shadi Swaprityam Svatam Shadi Swaprityam Deva Karavamah, it had done torn in a clay show, it had done torn in a clay Paravamaye, Nileva Paravamaye, Klesho, Eta Danto Ninam Klesho, Janna, Sadhvamsa, Dishwavityanna, Gimdeva Karavamah, Gimdeva Karavamah, Gitadanto Nidam Klesho, Gitadanto Nidam Klesho, such a son of the young, such a son of the young, in the birth in Kindeva Kalabamane, the presence <playful> of the nation, the town the land the of it had until her lamp, they show it. Yambala, Sadama chita chara ma chida Saha Sala He, he. You. You. Shadhi Shadhi Please order please order Swa Sva Yor Your Brityan Servants Naha. Naha Us him. Him, what? what? Deva, O oh Lord, oh Lord. Karavama, Karavam. we, we should do, hey, hey. oh, oh. ekat, hey, hey, having this, I mean this. antaha, as it's in, in. renam of humans, klesha. The troubles. troubles. Yet. That. Bhavan. Bhavan. Your good self. self. To the eyes. eyes. Gochadaha. Gochadaha. Visible. Visible. Translation. O Lord, you are the supreme soul, and we are your servants. How shall we serve you? My Lord, simply by seeing you, puts an end to to all the troubles of human life. The Maham Vishnu Padaya Krishna Testaya Buddha Leishimati Bhakti Varanda Swaminiki Namanena Mastay, Sarasate De De De, Kodavani Vicharin, Divishesh, Sunyavati, Taschakshade, Satarin, Omangyanam, Timuranda, Kananjana Shlakaya, Chaksur, Miritam, Miritan Jainam Tasma, Sri Gurude Namaha, Padu Shakal Sakri, we'll Uh, we'll go on a little further but since this concludes his his uh, speech I thought we'd go back and look at the whole thing so we just don't take these verses as discrete little verses unrelated to what's gone before and what's gone after (laughs) so so, but here he's saying uh, concluding his speech he says uh, uh Very interestingly actually, Shadi Swadvijam, please order your servants, what we should do, kim. Uh, One word for servant in in Sanskrit is kimkara. I am your fallen servant, uh, kim Kim means what? So Kim-kara means one who says what, as what do you want me to do? So this is this uses the use word Kim. Uh, what? Kara-dhama, uh, uh, the form of, of, of kara. What do? You, what should we do? Tell us what we should do. Uh, um, how shall we so today here how shall we serve you uh, 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 he says that, and they uh, 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 and, and then he uh, uh, th- th- then he says um, th- that that Having uh, 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 having you saying uh, ha- yeah, ha- having you visible to the eyes actually says Akshi uh, gochara having you Prabhupada says they, they translate your proper does they follow your good self. Uh, uh, as a polite form of you, uh, so they say here in the word for word, your good self, uh is the end of all the troubles of human life, uh, he says. Ektat uh, having this as its end, uh, then as you become visible to their uh, eyes, um, Uh, now uh, inter- interesting because of course he's saying this and he's right there in, 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 in front of him he's gone out of his way to, to, to visit uh, uh, shooter Dave but uh, so so um, shooter Dave said I'm going to go back and start at text 44 just read you the whole t- statement He says, it is not that we have attained the audience of the Supreme Person only today. So he's finally arrived in state, all these things. It is not that we have attained the audience of the Supreme Person only today, for we have in fact been associating with him ever since he created this universe with his energies and then entered into it in his transcendental form. So even from the beginning, we've had an association. Prabhupada was once asked by somebody, "Have, have you seen Krishna? And Prabhupada said, yes. And so have you. Have you seen the sun? Have you seen the moon? So they've seen him, but they haven't recognized him. Because there, there, there can be knowledge without acknowledgement or cognition without recognition. So they just haven't recognized what it is. Everything is Krishna's energy and Krishna's present everywhere. And Prabhupada also said uh, somewhere else don't see a tree, see Krishna. That doesn't mean that the tree is God. But nevertheless, if you see that tree, if you understand that tree and you see that tree through the eyes of knowledge, you'll see it in relationship to Krishna. Uh, so, he, 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 he says, as we have been in fact associating with him ever since he created the universe, with his energies, and entered into it in his transcendental form. He's there as also the Supersoul. maha uh, vishnu uh, vishnu srila vishnu these are how he enters it, those are three forms of Supersoul. And he enters into the universe in all those three forms. Then he goes on, the Lord is like a sleeping person who creates a separate world in his imagination and then enters his own dream and sees himself in it. It's a very good metaphor. Uh, uh. And it also shows, by the way, uh, uh, that the Lord manifests the cosmos is from subtle to gross. It's, it's like it comes out of his mind and and, and the the grosser forms of things. By gross, we mean more apparent to our senses. But in every case, it's all there for the perception or the sense perception uh, and the sense engagement of the living entities. Because uh, the the first really thing that happens is a hankara. That's the, the, the first created element out of the mahatatwa, is Ahankara, a false ego. Whose false ego? <laughs> well, from all the living entities that are in there. And out of that false ego comes everything else. So, so that's what he does. You, then he goes on, you reveal yourself within the hearts of those persons of pure consciousness who constantly hear about you, chant about you, worship you, glorify you, and converse with one another about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this reminds us of Krishna's description in the 10th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita about what the devotees do and, and by doing those things by uh, satatam uh, yuktanam they're always engaged uh, in the chanting and the hearing and so on and therefore you reveal yourself that's how he showed the dhami buddhi yoga. tam I give them yeah, the, the, the cognition, the understanding, the bhūdhi-yoga is revealed this way. Uh, and then he goes on, but although you reside within their hearts, yeah, so that's his feature, particular feature, a super-soul that does this, who reveals himself this way, but although you reside within the heart, as he says, uh-huh, to, sitting within their hearts with the Ganadeep, the light of knowledge, reveal myself to them. But although you reside within the heart, you are very far away for those whose minds are disturbed by their entanglement in material world. They're distracted from reality, actually. Indeed, no one can grasp you by his material powers, for you reveal yourself only in the hearts of those who have learned how to appreciate your transcendental qualities you have to want to see them mostly what we want to see are the things that black black out Krishna because we've taken its place Krishna is the enjoyer but now I am the enjoyer so therefore Krishna disappears because we've replaced him with ourselves that's our little project He's here, but we can't see him. (coughs) So then he goes on to pray. Let me offer my obeisance. This is the verse before the one we, we just read. Let me offer my obeisances unto you. You are realized as the supreme soul by those who know the absolute truth, whereas in your form of time you impose death upon the forgetful soul. So two ways. He's present. One way he reveals himself, uh, uh, a wonderful uh, Krishna, and to those who turn away from him, he's revealed to them as death. One way or another, you meet Krishna and you surrender to him. Which way? Because at the time of death, you know, it's done the best to Krishna too. You know, the little power game we've been putting on. It's over. And now it's... Christian's power has been revealed. We think we're going to be the controllers and organizers of material nature. We're going to re No, people are thinking. You can read it every day on the web how we're going to re-engineer the human being so we can live forever, control the universe, you know, conquer material nature. And so we're going to fix ourselves up to be immortal and all those other things. It's our project. work. They're, how are they going to defeat the time factor? Are they going to really get that powerful? Yeah. So, uh, 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 but to those who have uh, appreciated Krishna, know him as the absolute truth, then uh, they're free from all suffering, as he says in the first the name. Then he goes on, you appear both in your causeless spiritual form and in the creative form of this universe, thus simultaneously uncovering the eyes of your devotees and obstructing the vision of the non devotees. This You see this all in uh, the 10th and the 11th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> first, first I mean, when he, he describes to Krishna in the 10th, uh, when Krishna describes to Arjuna in the 10th chapter about how he's situated in the heart and with the lamp of knowledge, reveals himself to his devotees. Arjuna's immediate reaction is "Param Brahma, Param Devam, Putrham Param brahma. He sees who are you. He sees who Krishna is, right there. He, he makes this statement about Krishna's position as the absolute truth, and this is before you even get the universal form. Right. I mean, for for. for for the for many people kind of that the, you know the very cinematic dramatic climax of the Bhagavad Gita is that chapter of the universal form which Prabhupada if you may notice in somewhere one of his purports in that chapter refers to the universal form as a godless display of opulences <laughs> because that because that universal form then turns into the kala and they kind of do a fast-forward, and you see the whole battle. It's an apocalypse. You know, different religions have their apocalypses, where, where the whole world is destroyed by God. Right, apocalypse. Like, it's usually, I think, at the end of time. But it's really what the universal form is showing us. It's, to borrow a title, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> All the time, you just don't notice. (laughs) It's apocalypse for them who are involved in the material energy, but for the devotees who have already recognized Him, you're not you're not affected or infected by all that. So you can meet Krishna two ways, and of course Arjuna, having seen it, says, "Okay, take it away now. Show me (laughs) your." your real form. <clears throat> so this we see this as actually discussed here by by, by He's seeing how two ways to see the lord and then he says now you are here before me and seeing you you've also entered into your creation in this way too in your personal form. And now uh uh, uh all the trouble. Once you see Krishna, once you have association with Krishna, then you're no longer implicated in all the, the sufferings of human life. They're over. They're finished. Even though all around you may be apocalypse for everybody else. You're safe through the, through the apocalypse. That's how you survive it. You want to learn how to survive. <laughs> Uh, this is the way. So we'll go on. Uh, the uh, next two verses have very, very short purports. Uh, so then, Shukadev, now we're back to uh, Shukadev speaking. Shri uh, Shuka Uvacha Tadduktam Itti Upar uh, Karnyam Bhagavan Pranat pranatartiha, Pranat Panina <laughs> Panim prahar vāharasamstam Uvachaha Śrī Sukadev Goswami said, After hearing Śrīkadeva speak these words, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who relieves His surrendered devotee's distress, took Shukadev's hand in his own and smiling, spoke to him as follows. So that's, that's really sweet. He grabs his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he holds his hand. Uh, uh, he's happy with him, with what was spoken. <coughs> and then he's described here as Bhagavan Pranati Arti Ha. Uh, ha means the destroyer. With Sanskrit compounds, you read from the back forward. So Ha means uh, uh, the destroyer, Arti, of the distress pranata of the surrendered. Uh, uh, that's what he's, he destroys uh, so any distress of separation even, as been feeling completely, takes him by the hand. Uh, 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 and then Panina Panim Rihitva taking him by the hand, Prahasan uh, smiling broadly, they say here in the word for word, and uh, said, to, uh, spoke to him as follows. In the purport, they're just quoting uh, Acharya Vishwanath comments that Lord Krishna took uh, Shrutadev's hand and smiled as a gesture of friendship to tell him, Yes, you know the truth about me, and I also know about you, so now I will tell you something special. This is what, yeah. This is Swami's. Uh, translation of the 10th canto based with uh, with Vishnu Chakravarti is commentary. Vishnu Chakravarti says, the phrase grihitva grihitva panina panim" taking his hand in his own, implies, so this is particularly where this comes from, this, this taking of a hand, implies that Krishna intended by uh, by making Shukadev hear his clever words to drown him in Sakya Rasa, so this this friendship, this is—I don't know why they left that part, but anyway, that's drowned him in Sakya Rasa because he knows that's how he loves him with a sense of friendship, and so takes him by the hand. That's the the real fulfillment. Uh, Krishna smiled broadly. And to indicate, yes, you know the truth about me, and I shall know all about you, so now I will tell you something special. So now there's going to be an exchange of confidences uh, between uh, friends. So therefore, what he says begins with the next verse. I'll just read that one. It's a very short purport again. Uh, so the next verse, Sri Bhagavalivacha, Brahman ste Sampratam sampratan viti amun munim, sancharanti maya lokan, punata pada reindhi. The Supreme Lord said, My dear Brahmana, you should know that these great sages have come here just to bless you. Remember, he's traveling with his whole entourage. They're on his chariot with him, somehow or other. They've been listed earlier. They travel throughout the world with me to purify, purifying them, uh, throughout the world, excuse me, oh. throughout the world's with me, purifying them with the dust of their feet. Uh, And and purport it says here Sri Sridhar Swami explains that Lord Krishna thought Shrutadeva had shown too much reverence to him and not enough to the sages and thus he turned the Brahmana's attention to them. So this is the sharing uh, that that takes place. Vishwana Chagavarti Thakur said "Uh, Sri Krishna said I have heard you praise me, but not the brahmanas accompanying me, being favorable to the brahmanas, I will personally praise them in order to teach devotion to the brahmanas. By saying this, Krishna implies, even though I am the object of praise, the brahmanas are mine. By addressing Shrutadei with brahmanas, because this is the beginning, remember he says Brahmanste. Uh, o oh Brahmana is Yeah, okay, so he's addressing him as the Brahmana. And then he's so this this is the, the affection, actually. What he's saying, now we'll talk about the Brahmanas, the rest of his, the glorification of Brahmanas. And meaning is very clear, Vaishnava Brahmanas. By the way, if you're thinking that all Brahmanas are Vaishnavas, that means they're halfway to being Brahmanas, really. But (laughs) anyway, uh, he's talking about Vaishnava Brahmanas as being dear to him. And so he says, You come to greet me and purify me, but actually, you're neglecting these brahmanas, because these brahmanas are very, very dear to me, and they come to bless and, and so, uh, uh, so, oh, brahmana, Krishna indicates that since Dev himself is a brahmana, he need not show as much respect as he does. So Krishna is also humble. (laughs) Uh, Although Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is not puffed up. And he has a religion. What is Krishna's, what is God's religion? Who does he worship? He worships his devotees. That's 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 what he does, that's his religion. And so that's the reciprocation that takes place, and, and that's what's now being revealed here. Uh, and, and so uh, he, he 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 worships his devotees uh, here in one form as the brahmanas, and and, and of course uh, what we, we learn from Mahaprabhu is, is is that that krishna worships the devotees so much that he thinks they're better off than he is and he'd rather be one so he takes on the the mood and complexion of Shrimati Radharani, another uh, devotee because uh, he's thinking that she enjoys more bliss than i do uh, what is it uh, you, he wants wants to expand his knowledge so he he takes the form of a devotee, that's his tribute to the devotees also Uh, uh, so uh, this becomes clear uh, when there's a reciprocation that the devotee surrenders to Krishna and Krishna's do it back who establish this, this uh, very, very uh, tight bond of affection according to the mood of the devotee. He has uh, is there. Uh, and he reciprocates appropriately to increase uh, the, the happiness of the devotees. Uh, and their happiness is increased because their love for Krishna is increased. And then uh, Krishna then responds by his love for them also increasing, and this is because in this give and take of a relationship, the uh, Krishna's bliss increases. There is no upper limit. It's not that, that you reach some okay, that's it, you know, I've done it. No just keeps on going. It's been going on forever, it will keep on going forever, ever increasing. That's the dynamic. So we were getting a, a, a sample of this here. And so now, uh, following this we're going to get uh, Krishna's uh, glorification of the devotees. Okay, any questions or comments? Um, So we hear Radharani is the personification of uh, the pleasure of potency and also we hear that she is not different from Krishna. Um, So I am trying to understand, is Radharani the sum total of all the energies of Krishna or she is just the pleasure potency and what does it mean when it says that she is not different from Krishna? Yeah, well, she's, uh, because non different and different at the same time. This is our philosophy, the cincha bheda a veda Tattva. tatva uh, So generally we have to understand this is cincha bheda a veda tattva tatva deals with Krishna's relationship between Krishna and Krishna's energy. Uh, uh, strictly speaking, not, not really that everything is simultaneously one and different with everything else. That's a little crude. I mean, really, the Chincha uh, And so, um, and, and, and we have to remember, there are also different kinds of differences. So Krishna's relationship is simultaneously one and different with his external energy, but that's a different way of being different with his internal energy. Because he never is intimate with his external energy. He's when he's intimate with his energy, then it's his internal energy. The uh, well, says at one place. Krishna never consorts intimately with the external energy. But when he does, he's Lord Shiva. He takes on this aspect of Lord Shiva. That's very characteristic, you know. It never happens, but when it does. I heard Bhakti Chusovie once say that. We were t- discussing some issue in the in the in the, the GBC and uh, Bhakti Truth It should never be done, but when it is, <laughs> so as a, this, so, this is what this how Krishna uh, he takes on this aspect of Lord Shiva, and therefore he's not really available for uh, ultimate salvation, and he becomes also like a devotee uh, when he's intimate with his internal. Potency. Uh, uh, so there's different kinds of differences uh, uh, in this way. So, a Veda Veda I think Prabhupada, from two places, he describes it, and uh, you can turn it into little, a sutra, you know, like something like a, a koan that you meditate on. Uh, he says at the end of the, B- uh, about the Bhagavad Gita, in the, last, in the last purport, he says, Nothing is different from Krishna yet krishna is different from everything but think of that nothing is different from krishna yet krishna is different from everything don't forget the yet uh, they're both true uh, and it's a darshan it's a way of seeing you have to see that way don't see a tree see krishna but i do i understand that krishna is not the tree but that krishna that tree is Krishna's energy, it's a jiva there in so many ways. I should never think of that tree separately from Krishna. It's Krishna's tree. Now, the other place uh, in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he says, There's nothing but Sri Krishna. Because that's a fact. Well, what, is, what is the absolute truth? Ekum eva advitiya Brahman. Brahman is that besides which there is no second thing. We use the word absolute and it means not related, right? It's not relative, there's no relatives. Well, Krishna's got tons of relatives. He's got a mother, he's got a father, he's also supremely absolute, but also supremely relative. Because if you want to get free from duality, if you say, OK, here's the Absolute and here's the Relative, now I'm going to reject the Relative and just have the Absolute, you've already got a duality. You see, your you're, 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 you're mind is in the realm of duality, the duality between Absolute and Relative, and you've chosen one. So the real Absolute is somehow the incomprehensible, inconceivable synthesis of Absolute and Relativity. That's the real one that includes and transcends both. That's a Chincha Veda Veda So there's nothing but Sri Krishna. He's one without a second, as it says in the Upanishads. There's nothing but Sri Krishna. Yet nothing is Sri Krishna save and except his own primordial personality. That's a Chincha Veda Veda so, particularly Radha Rani is the embodiment of his internal pleasure potency. He has other internal potencies, too, uh, that are not just the ones, but she particularly the internal pleasure potency. Um, and so, uh, uh, that's what she embodied. Then he has an embodiment of his external energy, Devi, who is... She's like a shadow of the internal prophecy. So that's her particular uh, place, is the internal pleasure of of Krishna. Yeah? Why is it saying, Peter, that the Vrman is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness? That what? the Vrman is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness. Vrman? Yeah, because 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 yeah. I, 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 in, in, when you realize that I am Brahman, and Krishna is Brahman, you're in the internal energy. So that's the constitutional position of happiness. Brahman has three features: the subtle feature, the chief feature, and the Ananda feature. Um, so, so all three of those. Uh, and, and when, when I say, aham brahmasmi, I am Brahman, uh, that doesn't mean I am God, because Krishna is param-brahman. There's differentiation within Brahman. But nevertheless, that Brahman is our, our common uh, substance of reality. So, satyidananda is there. And, of, of course, there are partial realizations. There can be just realization of the Sat-feature, which is uh, experienced by the uh, uh, impersonals. Uh, sat- and Chit-feature, which is experienced by the yogis, the real yogis, and then uh, with Bhakti, it's Sat-Chit and sat, Ananda. All three features are realized. That's Brahman. Aman has to have all three. Then, uh, when, uh, yeah, uh it corresponds with the with the traditional functions of thinking, feeling, and willing. Uh, uh, willing, doing, acting, Uh Chit-thinking, and Ananda-feeling, the object of these three things. Of course, we've separated off into different enterprises, but actually they shouldn't be separated. Just like people think that, for example, our regulative principles of Krishna consciousness, oh, they're principles of morality, but you can have knowledge without morality. Look at all the scientists who have no morality at all, but still, you know, they can figure things out. No, well, that's not knowledge. The four regular principles are principles that you need in order to have knowledge. And also to be happy for that matter. Well, people don't know these things. So they've got an invented knowledge, which is a kind of sophisticated ignorance. Or what they call knowledge. Anything else? Is there a personification of the, uh, the samvit and the chit potency? Just like Radhanayi is the personification of Paladini. Is there a personification of the chit and the samvit also? Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhu Paariki,